What is this? I don't know. What are you looking up? Something in my can. Something oh. in my can. I bet it's a piece of my headphones. Like, you know the, the foam part on, on here? On the ear piece? On the part that goes over, like, over your ears? Mm-hmm. These, this headset's, like, so old <laughs> that, like, all the patent leather stuff on the outside of it is, like, flaking off. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm finding it, like, everywhere. I wonder if you can get replacements. Though. So, you can't get replacement for those. It's comfortable without it, though. I mean, it's. I'm sure. I'm sure it'd be comfortable with it on. Seeing so, that's that's probably what it's for. Comfort. I don't know what it is, but it's get it gets it. It's a uh, it's coarse it's like and it gets everywhere. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we can get to it. All right. See, we had uh, daylight savings on Sunday, which kind of threw me off. Because I woke up and it was super bright outside and I'm sitting there thinking I slept through half the day and it was just seven o'clock in the morning. So that was fun. Yesterday, I uh, walked outside to get to my car to go to work and it's like 64 degrees out. So I'm like really enjoying that. So pretty pretty good week so far. Just weather has been nice and cool. So can't complain. It's warmed up here. It's about, it was in the, the low 60s today, mid maybe the mid 60s. Oh, that's a lot colder than I thought it would be. You made it seem like it was like in the 50s or 40s or something. It was last week. Got a heat wave. Nice. You could do some some more gardening. Dude, we got more plants today in the mail. I feel like you're very upset by this, but I'm sure your mom is loving it. I know, but once a week, I look out on the porch and it's like, oh, here's more plants for you to plant. Don't hate. I'm sure her garden looks super nice. It's November. It doesn't look like anything. That's the thing. That's true. Wouldn't everything kind of die in like a week? Yes. So it's like, well, I guess maybe things will look nice next year. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't been affected by the time change, really. I think for, with me, like basically working from home, it just, it's not like I have to get up and go somewhere super early or lucky you get home late. It's the getting home part that sucks more than the morning part, just because I'm leaving work now and it's just dark as hell. And I just lose all motivation to do anything as soon as I get home. I'm like, oh no, it's dark out. It's, it's just, it's bedtime. Yeah, I mean, I just finished my run, and it got dark at 6 o'clock. Yeah, it's the only part that sucks about it, but I'm enjoying the cool weather. And I just finished eating dinner, so I am I'm good right now. I'm in a good place right now, Jake. Yeah, I, I know you had a pretty rough Monday with uh, work stuff. Yeah, it's always something. And then other people just coming out of the woodworks texting me, and it's like, I thought you were done talking to me. Why are you, why are you texting me right now? But Oh, God, can I guess? You don't even need to guess. You know who I'm talking about. And it's just like, okay, well, that ruined my day. Okay, I'm just going to sulk now. <laughs> I wouldn't think that would ruin your day. No, it, it does. Because it's just like, oh, okay, I guess I guess it's convenient to talk to me right now. That's, that's great. Wow. That's some fucked up shit right there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's all right, man. Yeah. Loving shit, man. It's all right. So it's just like on top of that, like mid-run, I'm just like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. All right, let me just put on some sad music and just uh, continue my run. Feel the pain. What we, did you stop to cry? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Were you just wiping away tears as you were running? No. Oh, I think I think something something flew into my eye. Let me just just it's just a piece of dust or something. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it's okay to cry, Jacob. Well, so speaking of crying, 
don't change the subject. <laughs> I want to know more. <laughs> um, I walk outside today, and I guess there's a lot of wild onion this year in the fields, and they were combining up the soybeans, and it's like just the onion smell just hits you like as soon as you walk outside. Like you just walked into like a room where all they've been doing is chopping onions all day. And you're telling me that you don't live on a farm. <laughs> I live near farms. Okay. But I mean, it smells good. I mean, oh yeah, who doesn't like onions? Yeah, it's like the like scallion type of onion, right? It's not like the, the yellow onions. But it's been for like the last week. Every time you walk outside, it's just onions. You don't feel like grabbing some and putting them in your mom's garden? Um, If I knew where it was, I might grab some. I used to eat it when I was a kid. Like on the playground, you'd find it. Just Really? For all the listeners out there, he didn't just <laughs> grab random plants. He was a Boy Scout, so he knew that they were onions. But out of context, it sounded like this kid just ran around, saw some plants on the ground, and put them in his mouth. Got to clarify with the people out there, Jacob. But yeah, you should totally go grab some. I'm sure you could sniff it out, probably. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I know some of the neighbors have it growing in their yard. Because you can smell it when they cut the grass. There you go. Just be like, hey, I'm just going to grab one of these. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. It's almost like a weed here. It's weird. It's not like they planted it on purpose. It's just like grows in the grass. Like just random avocado trees here. Yeah. People just have them. They don't really care. Then they them all over the floor. Yeah. All smushed and everything. Rotten out avocados everywhere. Which is a shame, really. Mm-hmm. If you think about how much you pay for an avocado at the store. Yeah. Not even. Well, yeah, that. And then. Just thinking about how much people pay for avocados in like California. Though, granted, the avocados in Miami are different from the avocados that you get at the score. But I mean, they they pretty much taste the same. Yeah, I mean, you can still make avocado toast with them (laughs) and sell them for like 20 bucks. I guess I've never had avocado toast. You are missing out, Jacob. Am I? Yeah. It's a staple of our millennialness. Do you feel like you're a millennial? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm not a baby boomer. No, I'm not that old. Yeah, I mean, I guess what's before millennials, Gen X or Gen Y? I have no clue any of that thing. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I I know I'm a millennial, but I don't really think about it too much until people start saying crap about millennials. And I'm like, hmm, I have no idea what you're saying. Just because uh, that doesn't really apply to me. So, yeah, we are 1980 to late 90s as millennials or Generation Y. All right. That's where we fall on the line there. I just, I feel like. I don't feel like I'm a millennial. What do you feel like? I don't know. I feel I'm not Generation X. I'm not like my brother, but I don't know the whole avocado toast, uh, hipster glasses thing. Like that's just not. I think we've just been portrayed badly. That's not all of us, man. Not all of us are all about our Starbucks and avocado toast. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't even drink Starbucks. I have on occasion, like if somebody else wants to go, but I would never be like, oh, I need to get Starbucks. No, it's all right. I'll just make my own espresso. I mean, I drink coffee every morning. I make cafecito at like three for like 20 people at work. You know how racist that was kind of when I first started? <laughs> so I start I start working here. Hold on. So I start working at this place, right? Mm-hmm. And my coworker looks at me and he's just like, hey, where are you from? And so I tell him. And he's just like, do you know how to make coffee? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you put coffee in the machine and then you put some water in and then you just hit the button and it makes coffee. It's like, no, no, no. Do you know how to make cafecito? And I'm just like, are you asking me this because you think I'm Cuban? Cause I'm not Cuban. <laughs> so he, uh, <laughs> well, hang on though. The person that was asking you this, what, what color was they? What color was they? Wow. Well, he's black. All right. So I could be worse. Yeah. And then he's just like, okay, well, 
you're about to learn, I guess. So there was another girl that was working there who was white and was making cafecito for everybody. And um, she was just like, oh, do you want to learn? And I'm like, I kind of already know how to make this. I just, I didn't want to make this for everybody. <laughs> like, I get it. You like, you, you get the sugar, you put some, some of the coffee into the sugar, you whip it up, you get it nice and frothy and like foamy. And then you pour the rest of the coffee in there. And then like you give out little shots to everybody. For the most part, like I, I know how to make this. So she was just like, all right, well, I'm only going to be here for another month. And then I'm leaving to like move up to who knows where. So this is now your job. We need another cafecito person. And you see Nor Marquez? <laughs> that is you. <laughs> that is basically what happened without the stereotypical Hispanic accent there. So yeah, then I just started making coffee. And apparently everybody loves my fucking coffee. So it went from me making coffee for like five people at three o'clock in the afternoon when everybody's falling asleep to I'm making like 12 cups now. Do you have like a, a cafeteria that you make it in? Yeah, I have my own little coffee maker that I don't know if other people use or if it's literally just me, but yeah. Okay. And then I get people messaging me at like 2.50 like, hey, are you going to make coffee today? Well, I am now because you're asking for it. Wow. Yeah, that's my life. Who would ever thought? Uh, getting paid the big bucks to make coffee. Well, I get, it could be worse. Yeah. I could actually be working. Yeah. Or you could get paid little bucks to make coffee. Uh, circling back around to Starbucks. Did you work at Dunkin' Donuts for a little while? Yeah, in high school. Yeah. That was awful. I hated it. That was the worst experience of my life. Why? Well, throughout the week, this was high school. We'd be waking up at, what, six something to get to class. What time did class start in high school? 720. Yeah, so I'd wake up at like six something, and then I'd get ready. My sisters would get ready. My mom would get ready, and then she'd take us to school. So every day I'd be waking up around six, which sucks already. And then I'd come up with this genius idea like, hey, you know what? I'm going to get a job and work weekends at Dunkin' Donuts, where they put me on the morning shift, which starts at like four o'clock in the fucking morning. So I'd have to wake up earlier on my two days, just supposed to be relaxing, and Drive all the way to Dunkin' Donuts to fucking work for ungrateful people who treated me like shit, who just wanted coffee with extra shots of vanilla in there. The hash browns were good, though. I don't think I've ever had the hash browns. Yeah, they weren't bad. That was that was like the only like upside of it. But yeah, that didn't last too long. I feel like as soon as I found out you were working at Dunkin' Donuts, you were like, nope. I worked there for a couple months, and then what happened? I had to call out one Saturday. And I did so with two weeks or something notice because um, we had our SATs or something. So I called out and I was just like, hey, like, I'm not going to be able to work that Saturday because I have SATs. And my boss was like, okay, that's fine. And then we had ACTs like a month later or something. So I was just like, hey, I can't work this Saturday because I have ACTs. And I guess he was starting to get annoyed about it and was just like, well, thanks for letting me know in advance or something. He said something, something, I don't know, that was making me feel like he was getting kind of pissed off about me calling out on Saturdays. It was just those two times. And then there was another SAT that I was going to take and I was letting him know and he got mad and it was just like, don't bother coming in anymore. And I was just like, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of a douchebag. I mean, do you, do you expect me not to take my SATs? Like, do you want me to work at this Dunkin' Donuts forever? Yeah. Jokes on that guy, right? <laughs> I know, right? He's probably still working there. Yep. But yeah, he was just like, don't bother coming back. And I was just like, Okay. I mean, it doesn't really bother me at all, but all right, cool. Hated the job anyways. Sounds like it. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, I don't mind working, but working in anything with food 
just seems awful. I could never imagine working at like McDonald's. I don't know, man. The McDonald's in town here is paying fifteen fifty an hour. <laughs> I'm, again, it's not like a money thing. It's literally just you're working and serving people who are just dicks to you. Yeah. And like, I just, I, I couldn't do that. Eventually, my sarcasm will just come out and I'd end up getting in trouble. Yeah. I feel like I'd have to be a cook or something. Yeah. Like I couldn't like deal with the customer like face to face because I'm going to say something fucked up and just end up getting fired. And then I see a bunch of like these videos of people going into McDonald's and then getting pissed off about their order and then like throwing a fit and then going behind the counter and throwing like the food and everything on the floor. It's crazy. I feel like you would see something like that at the restaurants near my house in Miami. Maybe. Like, like that that Burger King, you know the Burger King I'm talking about, but I, I refuse to ever set foot in again. I, I could see going in there and just throwing all the food on the floor or something. I've gotten that mad before there. Yeah, they've been they, that's 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 not a good burger. No. I think the last time we went there they got all of our orders wrong. Mm-hmm. Should have just went to like Yeah. Would have been better anyways. Yeah. Welcome to Scattershot Thoughts. I'm Jacob. That's Geo. Damn that that's late. That's a late intro. Yeah. I might have to cut this out and put it at the front. That's just gonna sound like botchy. That's true. I guess we'll just keep it here. <laughs> uh, Did you see that Stranger Things season four teaser trailer? Yeah. I don't know what happened, and I know you're probably gonna give me some hate on this, but I'm only like halfway through season three. You like started Stranger Things real late though, right? Didn't you just start watching it recently? Yeah, I did. I saw the first season when it came out, and then uh, season two came out, and I didn't get to see it, or I don't know what was going on. I was really busy, and I never really got to sit down and watch it. And then season three came out, and I was just like, I like the show. I want to see this. I didn't make time to watch it. And then not too long ago, I started watching, and I watched all the season two, and I started watching season three, and then other shows came up. And other things came up, and I never got around to finish watching it. So I do need to finish. You still got a little while. When's it release? Sometime mid twenty twenty two. So you still got. I got a bit. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. I heard the Travis Scott thing. Did you hear about that? All I heard was something bad happened at Travis Scott. Something. That's about all I know. Some people got trampled or something like that. Yeah, like he was having a concert. So I don't exactly know because I've heard a couple of different things and I, I didn't really actually look into it very much. But what I heard was he was crowd surfing in the crowd and a kid touched his shoe or something or tried to take his shoe where he thought a kid was trying to take his shoe. He spit on the kid and then told the crowd to beat the kid up. And I was just like, damn, that's fucked up. And then the next day I'm driving to work and all I hear is eight people dead at like Travis Scott's concert. And I'm just like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? And yeah, I guess like there was just like a huge crowd and people started getting trampled and stuff and crushed. And he didn't exactly stop the concert at all, which I find to be kind of fucked up just because I've seen a bunch of concerts where like something kind of similar will happen and the artists will always stop the concert and be like, hey, yo, like settle down, like move back and give people in the front some space. I think there was like a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert or something where like some guy was like groping like women in the crowd and they stopped and got him kicked out. Like they just stopped the concert to get this guy kicked out. Good. I know. And I'm sitting here thinking like the artists and all those other examples saw what was going on and were like, hey, this isn't good. People are going to get hurt. So let's stop playing. Let's bring attention to it. Let's get it resolved and then get back to, you know, having a good time here. 
But I guess Travis Scott just ended up bringing on Drake instead of stopping the show, which just made it even worse, I guess, because everybody was just like, oh, shit, it's Drake. And like everybody got pumped up. Really? You see Drake and you get pumped up? Okay. <laughs> I would have thought Drake would have stopped the trampling. Everybody's just like, oh, okay, I guess we're done here. <laughs> no. Nah. And then a people got killed. I think like the youngest was like a 14 year old. I saw something about it. I think he was like nine. I just heard about a kid that was like 14 or something. And I was just like, that's just sad. Which, I mean, at that point, it's like, okay, yeah, Travis Scott, I guess, is in the wrong a little bit. But then also, like, he's not the person that was trampling a nine-year-old. Like, what is wrong with people, man? I don't know. It's like, as a collective, people are just stupid. Like, if you get a giant crowd together, they're just, they're not very smart. They're just sheep. And they need someone to tell them what to do. We're supposed to be sheep, Dio. We talked about this already. Just because we're supposed to be sheep doesn't mean that we're sheep. All right. And I'm just thinking about it. And I'm just like, damn, this this kid is. So apparently this kid is the youngest kid was nine. So chances are this was probably one of his first concerts. First and last. Yeah. And just how sad is that? He's nine years old. His entire future ahead of him. Goes to a concert to have a good time and then gets trampled by people. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's ridiculous. I mean, like to get trampled by, by people. Yeah. Like that's just at a concert. There wasn't a fire. No, people were just, just hyped up and dancing and jumping. The, the music was just fire. I mean, it's Travis Scott, man. I couldn't tell you anything about Travis Scott. All I know, wasn't he like, didn't he have a big Fortnite thing, concert? I think he had like a McDonald's meal named after him. I, I knew about that too, but also when I heard about that, I was like, who's Travis Scott? I know a couple of his songs. I don't think he's particularly great, but um, I think even less of him now for not exactly helping the situation. Anyways, yeah. That's crazy news of the week from my end that I heard about. Just had to share. And I guess while we're on like the fucked up news train, the stuff with Alec Baldwin's shooting on the set of Rust has gotten pretty finger pointy between all the people involved. I, I haven't heard much about that since it happened. So I know like somebody gave him the gun. He was practicing using it. They told him it was a cold gun and there was a live round in there. Or I don't know if there was a live round in there. If it was just like a a blank that was like packed with too much gunpowder. I think this was actually a live round, but I guess the thing is, is like, so people are upset about Alec Baldwin, but then there's also the assistant director, whoever who handed him the gun and told him that it was cold, meaning that if you shot it, you weren't going to kill somebody. But then there was also the, like the arms master or something like that, whatever the person who's like in charge of weapons for the movie, their responsibility to make sure that things are safe. And I guess the husband of the woman who died is, you know, looking for some sort of retribution. I mean, I would, I would be too. And then there's, there's also, there's some sort of rumors about a disgruntled crew member, maybe purposely gave him a gun that was loaded. The hell? This is getting real conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much I put into that, but I, I guess there's some rumblings about that. Like he wasn't trying to like kill anybody in particular. He was just trying to. Just with the shooting like the shooting of the movie. No. Yeah. 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 Not- and and now you've got people like the rock and um, uh, there's somebody else. All right. I think it's the rookie. Didn't you say you started watching the rookie? I'm watching the rookie. I think the, the cast of the rookie and also the rock have pledged to not use real guns in their, in any of their productions anymore. They were using real guns. Yeah. I mean, you know, that fire blanks and it's like, I would assume, I don't know. It's a, it's a, tv show why would you need a real gun just use a a plastic gun that looks real 
Yeah, I'm sure you could design some sort of mechanism that like replicates the kickback of a gun when you shoot it so that it looks real. Yeah, I'm sure. And then you could just add muzzle flashes or whatever in post. I mean, muzzle flashes, they can just generate with the blanks that they're shooting. Like, just like the little spark from gunpowder. Well, I mean, I think the thing is, is like, they, they should be able to just not even have like gunpowder involved anymore. You could oh. just have like a toy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, there's toys with a little blank things that you shoot and they do the little flash. Like those little pop, pop cap things? The, yeah. The, yeah. But do stuff like that. There's no need for real guns in, in any productions like that. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, they make Nerf guns that people like customize and paint to look like a real gun. Oh, man. If you want to fall down a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen some of the. I think those videos that you're about to you mentioned. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, those are actually pretty cool. It's kind of like um, the people who paint uh, models. Mm-hmm. They just like rip model anything. I think the other day I saw some guy painting like a, like a model Gundam. To like simulate like battle damage and like paint stripping and all this other stuff on it. I was just like, this is really cool. I could totally never do this. And I just spent like an hour just having it on in the background while I was doing other things and just like occasionally like looking over. And I was just like, wow, this is this is kind of soothing to watch. It's satisfying. It's like it's almost like Bob Ross type. Yeah. Especially when they do like weathering where it's like clean and then they're just like, oh, you just put this black wash on it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, now it looks looks dirty. Now it looks like it's rusty, stuff like that. It's 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 very it's it's nice to watch. Yeah. But yeah, that is a uh, crazy news about the movie thing. And then I heard no one was gonna press charges against Alec Baldwin that he might be liable just because he's like a producer of the movie as well. So like he's kind of sort of responsible, even though he's not, just because he's in charge of the movie. So like he should have known about like the safety stuff going on in the movie. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is like everybody involved in that is in the wrong somehow, you know, except for the lady that was videotaping it all and got shot. So that's rough. I mean, the only thing you can really hope is that people learn a lesson. The hell is this? Netflix is making a live action one piece movie. Yeah. You didn't know about that. I could swear I've, I've sent you like the going Mary. I think you might have, but I don't know. See, Netflix makes these live action movies of anime mm-hmm. and they're not good. I saw the live action um, Death Note, which Death Note, I know, but uh, nothing like the show. And it was kind of bad. It was actually really bad. Yeah. And then I saw Bleach, which was also bad. I don't know anything about Bleach, so I wouldn't know whether it was good or bad. Well, it was, it was not. So now I know they're coming out with Cowboy Bebop, which I saw the trailer for and it looks good. That comes out really soon. Yeah. And then uh, now this One Piece. Which sucks because One Piece is actually my favorite anime. And now I'm going to have to watch and be saddened by what happens to it on Netflix. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop comes out November 19th. So next Friday. Woo. I know what I'm going to watch next Friday. Netflix is making a live action Gundam movie. This is what I mean. I think I've heard about that. Well, while we're talking about Gundam. Circling back around to Gundam. This week. Or... We're going to have to change the date that I release this because we keep talking about like, oh, what are you going to do this weekend? And then it gets released after the weekend. And it's like, OK, you know what I mean? Like this needs to come out before the weekend because I'll say like, oh, this week. And then by the time it comes out, it was actually last week. So it, we're going to have to change that. But anyway, on Friday, the first episode of season two of Genlock premiered on HBO Max. Did you ever watch Genlock? Why does that sound so familiar? Was this a show on Toonami? They aired it on Toonami. 
but it, originally it was on like YouTube Red or something like that. So Michael B. Jordan, David Tennant, basically it's it's Gundams. I think I watched, I, or I started watching it, or maybe I saw an episode after you told me about it, mm-hmm. where like they get these kids to like Avatar into these machines, like Pacific Rim into them, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is more like Avatar because they're distance, but yeah. Yeah, and then like each machine has like a, a different power or something. Yeah, they eventually like customize their machines to their personalities. Like the Japanese guy, his mecha is all like a samurai. Okay, so season two of this? Yeah, season two just premiered. The first season is really short. It's only like 10 episodes, maybe. When did the show come out? Like 20, 2018? That sounds about right. I know it's been a while since the first season. Let's see. Michael B. Jordan, David Tennant, Dakota Fanning. Mm, yeah. And Maisie Williams. Yeah, Maisie Williams. Jeez. Yeah, so if you like those names and you like mecha stories at all. You like animes. Yeah. It's kind of a weirdly animated one. It kind of reminds me of, um, what was that other? Uh, the Dragon Prince. Yeah. It's got that kind of animation. Which and I'm, I'm just waiting for the next season of Dragon Prince to come out, too. Didn't that finish? Did it? I thought another season was going to come out. I'm pretty sure like the story finished. No way. Yeah, there's been like four seasons or something, or three seasons. Is there going to be more Dragon Prince? There's supposed to be a season four, but apparently Netflix isn't going to do it. Oh, I felt like Dragon Prince ended pretty definitively with season three. No, there was still, there was like a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end. Oh, well, Dragon Prince is also a good show. And while we're on the Netflix train, season two of Squid Game just got confirmed today. Woo! Is he going to keep the red hair? all i need to know those are the hard-hitting questions yeah i mean he can't exactly sneak back into the games with red hair he kind of stand out maybe he'll sneak in as one of the playstation people like the cop that went so well for him surely we're gonna see him again in season two right the cop yeah they said he died i don't think he died yeah there's no way because honestly like what was he even there for to find out that it was his brother that's and then instantly die afterwards there was no payoff to that there's got to be more to his story this weekend, I watched a bunch of stuff on um, Netflix for the most part. What'd you watch? Oh, well, actually, before I, I talk about what I watched on Netflix, the first thing I watched this weekend, the day it came out, was that uh, Kid Cudi documentary. Okay. Which, if you don't know anything about Kid Cudi, I don't know if you'll learn anything. It's very, like, celebratory of Kid Cudi, if that makes sense. But if you know a little bit about him and, like, his music, um, it gives background on, like, what was going on at the time that different albums were coming out like there's one album that i really like that came out called speeding bullet to heaven mm-hmm. and it's like kid cuddy does punk rock and it turns out like while he was making that he was like on the verge of committing suicide every day and doing a lot of cocaine and he's like um yeah i'm not making that kind of music anymore because that was like during a dark period of my life and that was my dark music but <laughs> he went alternative for his dark music and they repeat a lot of times that his like mission statement was to like make this music for the kids i mean let's let's be honest here when when we were kids teenagers we were listening to a lot of that music too yeah no i mean we were those kids yeah because they talk about how like he sort of like revolutionized like talking about your feelings in a lot of ways especially like in that hip-hop rap sort of culture Mm -hmm. like he was sort of he was before drake or right around like like contemporary with drake and remember back then drake was just mumbling about you know looking pretty in your sweatpants I thought it was all about Marvin's room, man. Cups of the rose. But yeah, so it was a pretty good documentary. And then the next thing I started watching, it starts, and I'm like, is Kid Cudi doing the theme song for this movie that I'm about to watch? <laughs> I had to like pause it and look it up. It was like, yeah. 
Theme of the weekend, Kid Cudi. Apparently. Like, it was literally like, I finished the Kid Cudi documentary, and I was like, oh yeah, this other thing came out, let me watch it, turn it on, and Kid Cudi music, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> did, I, did I restart the documentary? So I also watched The Harder They Fall. God, I keep seeing that on my Netflix thing, and I'm like, do I have time to watch this today? No, I don't. I don't have time to sit down and watch this movie, but I want to. It's, I I really liked it. I want to see Idris Elba kick ass. Um, You won't see much of that. If I'm being, if I'm being really honest, like that's the only thing is it's like, okay, Id- Idris Elba, he was, he plays an important role in the movie, but he's definitely not like the main star. I just wanted to see him do some, some cowboy shit. You do, but he's like the, the villain. Is he? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I kind of want to see it even more now. Yeah. So this movie is directed by this guy named James Samuel, Okay. which I'm trying to see what else he's done, but he's got a very, um, Quentin Tarantino meets Spike Jones meets James Gunn sort of vibe, mm-hmm. which I really kind of enjoyed. And I'm trying to look. Yeah, this is really the first movie that he's directed, like movie movie. And he also did the music for this movie, and it's pretty good. I mean, if you want to see a Western that has songs by Seal. Seal? <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I going to hear Kiss from a Rose? No. Oh, Seal's is, he's, hang on. Seal's his brother? Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, apparently this the director of this movie is Seal's brother. Thanks, IMDb. Oh, God. So I guess that's why he was in the soundtrack. But yeah, so like, there's a lot of reggae influence in the soundtrack of the movie. I mean, it's like, it's it's a Western with a predominantly black cast. It, it's just, it's it's a really different take on the Western. I really liked it. Also, there's like, a, there's this visual gag that I don't want to ruin, where they talk about going into a white town. And like, it, it made me laugh, because they, they, they go into the town. And you instantly know that it's a white town because everything is white. You're just making me feel like I'm walking into like India again. No, man. It's like, and then you notice like, oh, all the other towns that they're in, there's, they're like super, they're like over painted with different colors. It's like, oh, they're not white towns. They're more colorful towns. I feel like you're enjoying this way too much. It was cool. Yeah. So if if you want to watch a Western directed by Seal's brother, but yeah, no, it it was a really good movie. Sorry, it's from the most romantic of all the Batman movies. All right, what else did you watch this weekend? So, Genlock, marking things off my list here. Kid Cudi and The Harder They Fall. Oh, you know what else is back and has been back for like a month and a half and I didn't know? What? Great British Bake Off. Ooh, I'm sure your mom was real happy about that. Yeah, we watched like four episodes the other day. There's not much to say about Bake Off at at this point. You know what it is. It hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. It's still uh, Matt Lucas and the vampire from the IT crowd. I can't think of his name. They make me laugh. They actually have made me laugh out loud a couple times this season with the jokes that they made. I mean, I just, I just like it's. A, it's one of those cooking shows where you can tell everybody's kind of stressed and probably don't know what they're doing, but like nobody really gives them shit for it. You don't get yelled at like Gordon Ramsay style, or maybe it's just because they're British, so they're like kind of passively nice to each other. I don't know. It just it seems wholesome. Seems like a wholesome show, and then like I, I like change the channel to like Chopped or something or or Hell's Kitchen, and then I just see Quinn Ramsey just like yelling, making people cry. Yeah, you know, I I don't even enjoy watching those shows anymore. Really, I still kind of do. I uh, I don't know. It's just like you can almost see like the made up drama, you know? Yeah, I guess. Like you wonder like how much of this was a producer just yelling off screen like say this or what do you think about this, just trying to get them riled up, you know? <laughs> Give him two pieces of bread. What are you? 
an idiot sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Also, at this point, if you're going on to Hell's Kitchen, you need to know how to make a beef Wellington, how to not not screw up scallops, how to make risotto. Yes. Do those three things and you're going to win Hell's Kitchen. I don't know how they've made 15 seasons of the same show where it's just the same three things getting screwed up every season. Yeah, I know. And be vocal, like communicate. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to do. If you're sitting there and you're quiet and you're burning scallops, you're fucked. All right. One, how the fuck are you burning scallops? Sometimes I wonder like, and this is coming from me. Like I'm not a professional cook at all, but I've never once burnt scallops. I've never cooked scallops, so I don't know, but I've made scallops a couple of times. I've never burned them. They might not have tasted like five star quality restaurant good, but they were still pretty good. Not calling out anybody. I'm sure these chefs are in cook circles around me. I'm just saying I mean, it, it is different. They're, they're cooking under pressure. I was sitting in my kitchen listening to music and probably playing video games while I was cooking. So I don't know. It just seems like at this point, go, go through some Rocky montage training, you know, like just figure it out. And then I, I also I need to uh, take back some statements I made about Why the Last Man, because I, I made it through the end of the season because there were two more episodes after we talked about it. Did you know it got canceled? Yeah, it got canceled. But like they still had like two episodes left to air in the season. And those two episodes were good. Like it it just, apparently it got canceled for budgetary reasons. They would have had to pay the actors like to keep them on contract, but they wouldn't have been able to actually produce the the show because of like COVID restrictions. Okay. So it just made more sense to not pay the actors to be on contract and not act. If that makes sense. Not really, but okay. So I do kind of hope because I know they were talking about trying to find a new home for it, like Netflix or something like that. And I wouldn't mind seeing another season. I feel like Netflix just kind of adopts all these shows from like other places that they just cancel, like Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I actually kind of, I kind of enjoyed. I never remember your mom like loved Lucifer. <sighs> we still need to watch the last season. I think it just came out not too long ago. I mean, it's, it's not too bad of a show for what it is. Yeah. And then I guess we need to give the, uh, or, I guess the movie is just called Eternals, not the Eternals. It's kind of like Foo Fighters, <laughs> I don't, uh, but we need we need to give that some attention because I feel like we kind of we were shitting on that movie a little bit last week. I was saying that I was looking forward to watching it, and then you were telling me how bad the reviews were for it. Which now that more people have seen it, and you know, it's not just like the critics talking about it. It sounds like the consensus that I'm hearing is that it's not a Marvel movie that you're used to. It's not a traditional Marvel movie. But it's still a good movie. Yeah, that TikTok that I sent you kind of explained it like perfectly. And going into it, I'm going to do what she was saying. But basically, she was going on about um, it not being like the Avengers. Like you can't go into it thinking this is like one of those type of Marvel movies. It's, it's like a family drama movie. And if you go in thinking, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm about to watch like a movie about like a family, like a, just a drama about a family, then you're going to enjoy it. Right. Which is what I'm going to do. And. We should say that worldwide this weekend, or since its release, it's made $165 million. So it's not hurting. <laughs> it's the fourth biggest opening of 2021 in theaters. What's number one? I knew you were going to ask me that. I knew I knew I should have looked that up. You know, you should have. You, you're going to give me, if you're going to give me a number, you're going to have to tell me what the other three are. I'm assuming Shang-Chi, I'm assuming. Yes. Number one was Shang-Chi. Woo. Have you seen Shang-Chi yet? No. No, I'm going to watch it this weekend because uh, Friday is Disney Plus Day. Oh, right. I saw everything's going to release in like IMAX form. Which I, I, I pulled up an article about that. So you remember back in the day when everybody was like, 
widescreen sucks. Full screen is better. And now everything's on widescreen because widescreen is better. Yeah. I think this IMAX thing might be the next thing. So, but IMAX is the other way around. It stretches the screen vertically. Yeah. So it should use more of the TV, but the image will be compressed because you're getting more picture on the screen. What you see is going to be smaller, but I'm excited about it. I'd be more excited if I had ever gone to like an actual IMAX theater. We never went to the IMAX in Fort Lauderdale. Didn't we do that once? Yeah, but what? I don't remember what happened when we went there. Maybe it just wasn't good. It wasn't a good experience. I know I went, but I can't remember if that was with you or not. I don't think it was. I remember going to the one in Fort Lauderdale. I saw like Jurassic Park or something like that. That sounds familiar. But I want to say the like the audio wasn't good. It could be because it was like a small room. Like the, there was too much audio for the size of the room. Yeah, I think we did go together. Yeah, that's starting to sound familiar. But so uh, Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. I guess, is going to be in this IMAX format on Disney+. Plus. But so are a bunch of other Marvel movies, too, like Infinity War and Endgame, Black Panther, Black Widow, Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy. Might have to go back and watch that. Right. All right. Give me the numbers, man. So F9 was in third. Venom was second. Okay. And um, Shang-Chi was first. Woo. I feel like I'm biased there, but uh can't bring my man Jun down. <laughs> so when you watch that movie, can is it all you can think is just like Jung? Yeah. Or or like the, it does it ruin it? Or No. Okay. It just makes me feel like he, he moved his game. He went from uh convenience stores and renting out cars to uh saving the world. I gotta tell you, man, it is just a shame that that show got canceled. That uh Kim's convenience they decided to quit making it. That was a fun it. show. But so the Eternals because we love to talk about how you shouldn't follow Rotten Tomatoes, but then go on to talk about Rotten Tomatoes reviews. <laughs> it is still rotten on the tomato meter at 46%. But last week you asked me about the audience score, and there hadn't been one yet. Which is probably the more important score. Out of 5,000 plus ratings, 80%. See, it's a good movie. Yeah. People like it. And the consensus amongst the audience is it's a different kind of Marvel movie, but Eternal still contains all the action, humor, and heart that fans are looking for. See, I'm looking forward to watching this movie now. That makes me more hyped up for it, to see that the audience liked it. There's apparently this uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, the next Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. A bunch of images leaked from it, and I don't want to get too heavy into spoilers, but basically uh, it seems like any of the rumors that you've heard about Spider-Man and who may or may not be involved are true about this movie. Okay, so I too saw said pictures, so it's not really a spoiler for me. Might be a spoiler for the audience here. So I saw the Green Goblin outfit. Right, which, okay, I guess, so from now on, all right, listeners, (laughs) spoiler time, right? We're going to go in on this. We said spoilers like four times already. (laughs) Yeah, so um, the Green Goblin thing, like we kind of knew about that because we saw in the trailer, they hinted at the Green Goblin. Yeah, with the with the bomb. Yeah, and the laugh. Yeah. But so what else did you see? I'm gonna be honest, I didn't even look at all the all the stuff. So I saw I saw the outfit with his satchel knapsack thing, and it looked kind of cool. I saw a new poster for it, I think, where you see Spider-Man in the middle, Doc Ox like tentacles kind of coming up around him. And then uh in the background you can see like the Green Goblin kind of flying. Oh yeah, I see that here. On his glider, yeah. I, I saw something else that I wanted to talk to you about, but I don't even remember it because it was like at six in the morning when I was waking up and just looking at my phone because it was like on my news feed. Apparently, he's going to be joined by Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. The Spider-Verse going on here. And 
I don't know if you've heard the rumors, but apparently he's going to be in some legal trouble and he's going to get help from a certain lawyer, a certain avocado. Avocado? <laughs> yeah. A certain avocado? Yeah. Oh, shit. Which, uh, that would be pretty cool. He is probably one of my favorite Netflix Marvel shows. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Which, if, <laughs> if for some reason the listeners don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Daredevil. Played by Charlie Cox, the guy who played Daredevil in the Netflix shows. I'm glad that they're sticking with him. Yeah, no, he was like perfect casting. He was. Now I'm just thinking about uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. I wouldn't mind seeing them and stuff, too. If they wanted to bring them back for like Disney Plus shows or something. Yeah. The, the Iron, Iron Fist. Fist the, yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard rumors that Iron Fist, Finn Jones or whatever his name. It's not Finn Jones. What's that guy's name? The actor. Yeah, Finn Jones. Uh, it is Finn Jones. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know where I pulled that out of. He had zero martial arts training or anything, and they were just like, all right, well, you're going to be Iron Fist now. And he just like showed up, and they were like, okay, so throw a punch. And he was just like, okay, is this what a punch looks like? And they're like, sure. Sure? Yeah. I mean, you know how like uh, Keanu Reeves, like pretty famously, like when he got cast for The Matrix, learned how to shoot all those guns, and like he learned Kung Fu. Yeah, for like John Wick, like you see him training with guns and you think he's like a freaking pro. Well, apparently um, Finn Jones didn't do that. And that's part of why that show is not that great. They didn't offer to like bring in somebody to train him? I think there was also a time constraint. It was like, okay, you're Iron Fist, go. Like, I, I don't even know that he got a chance to, to learn anything. Well, that's kind of sad. Because I, I, w- I wouldn't think that he would just be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to try to learn anything. I figure, I mean, this is this is your, your gig here. You'd want to actually put some effort into it. Yeah, it's your craft, you know? Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about some video games. All right. I like video games. So up until recently, Gio and I could both say that we were master level players in Pokemon Unite. Yeah. Was not uh, the hardest nor the easiest of feats. Yeah. It was a bumpy road, but we got there. Mm-hmm. And then two days ago. Two days ago, I'll wake up and... Half of it is gone. I have, to, I have to climb back up half that ladder. So they did this to everybody. It's not just like they picked out me and you and they're like, you guys do not deserve this. They did. They totally did. They just looked at us and they were just like, fuck these two kids. Yeah. So we ended the first season in Master and then they reset to the second season and we're no longer Master. We have to work our way back up to the, through the ranks, which is going to be a hard fight, man. Yeah. But we have, uh, what, like three months, four months to do it? Yeah. Now we got time. And then, uh, so when you're not playing Pokemon Unite, you're you're playing... Immortals Phoenix Rising. Recently, yeah. It sounds like you got pretty in, into that game this week. And no, it's just, um, it's fun. It's reminding me a lot of uh, Zelda, only my weapons aren't breaking every two seconds. So that's that's nice. And the story is pretty good. It's it's entertaining. It's pretty funny. It's being narrated. So it's, it's just funny to listen to. The puzzles seem a little bit easier. Well, some of them are easier than, than Zelda. And then there's been a couple that have been kind of challenging, but... It's 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 entertaining. It's something to and it's it's Greek mythology, which I like, so it's keeping my interest, at least for now. It's good. And then um I feel like uh Red Dead Redemption two is gonna give us a lot of content for this podcast because some crazy shit happens in that game, man. <laughs> I've n I haven't played it, but I mean it's just random stuff happens. Like so I don't know about you, but I've gotten to the point to where when I start playing a video game, I look up what are the eight things I need to know before I start this game. Mm-hmm. If it's a game where you have to put points into talents or something like that, like I want to know what the best talents are, so you can start heading down that tree. Yeah, or like what the first ones you should get are, like in uh, like Jedi Fallen Order or something. Like it's like you should put talents and health. 
like before you do anything else or in deflect or something, whatever it is. I don't even remember, mm-hmm. but it's like, there's, it makes the game significantly easier if you do certain things. Yeah. yeah. And I've gotten that way with pretty much any game where it's, these are things that people learned that are not necessarily pointed out in the tutorial, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And in, in Red Dead Redemption, there's a point to where you go through like the beginning tutorial chapter. And then it's like, you get to your camp after that. And it's like, all right, well, there's a town nearby. Go figure it out. <laughs> it's like, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's like a Grand Theft Auto type game where it's like open world. You could go do whatever you want. And there's like dots on the map of here's points of interest or people you need to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended up looking up what are the first things you should do? And it was like, all right, well, go do this mission. You get like a really good pistol that'll, you can take to throughout the first half of the game. And if you do this, you can find this pump action shotgun in this area and stuff like that. Or like, if you go to this abandoned town and look in this drawer in the sheriff's office, you'll find like a gold bar that you can sell for $500. And then there's a camp that you upgrade. And it's like, so what do I need to upgrade first in the camp? You remember, um, I think it was Assassin's Creed two when they first introduced, like you had that, uh, that villa. Oh, right. Right. You have to like upgrade the stores and stuff to passively generate money. Yeah. And like, if you invested your money in the things that made it so you made more money, basically like you didn't have to worry about money at all. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like little tricks like that. So one of the things is like, go hunt this legendary buck. Cause if you, you kill it, you like, um, you can make this trinket that makes it so that when you kill other animals, like the quality of their pelts is better. Okay. But it's like on the other side of the map and like, it shows like a little waypoint. So I like put the waypoint. I'm like, all right, well let's go. And you end up like traversing through the mountains and stuff like that. And I'm like going through the mountains and I hear like this guy like, Oh, Whoa, hang on, hang on. And like, I look over and he's like, got his horse and the horse, he's like messing with the horse's horseshoe or something. He's like behind it. Like it's got something wrong with one of its, its horseshoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, let me stop and see what's going on here. So like I, I slow my horse down. I kind of walk over there. He's like, Oh, I got you. I got you. And then all of a sudden the horse just kicks the guy in the face, kills him and then jumps off the cliff. What the hell? <laughs> and I'm like, could I, was stop that meant that? to happen? Was that a glitch <laughs> or something? I, I don't know. And I like, so I jump off the horse and I'm like, Oh, maybe I can like help him. And it's like, no, this guy's dead. So I looted his body. And then I'm like, look, as, <laughs> as, as one does, as you do, <laughs> You see a dead body there. You just got to loot it. You can't just leave it there. It have something valuable on them. Where's this horse? Maybe that was like a special horse, you know, that could have been the best horse in the game or something. I don't it's know. It's a legendary horse. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I still am sitting here like maybe I could have pulled out my lasso like before the horse killed him and like lassoed the horse, you know, maybe I could have approached it and tried to calm it down while he was messing with the horse's shoe. You can't save them all, Jacob. Well, so after that happens, I'm like, all right, well, let me just keep going. And like I round a corner. And I find like a Bigfoot skeleton, like a Yeti skeleton. And I'm like, what? I thought this was about cowboys. What is this? You're finding all the Easter eggs in that game right now. It's like double the size of a human skeleton, Geo. So I like hop off my horse and it's like, oh, press X to interact. I press X and I like whip out my journal and I draw like (laughs) the skeleton. And then it's just like, all right, well, go on your way. Like that was it. Cool. Is there going to be more to that? Maybe. Maybe there's a DLC. And then I was going into town to try to sell my... So I hunted the buck. I got the buck, which also on the internet, they're like, oh, you're going to need like a high powered rifle. Like you need to use these potions to make it so that you do more damage or whatever. And I'm just like, hmm, okay, sure. So I just pull out like my stock rifle that I got like at the beginning of the game and kill this thing in like three hits. 
I'm just going to shoot this thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, okay. I'm just going to close my eyes and shoot wildly. Basically. Oh, look, I got him. Like, I was watching a video where this guy had, like, a sniper rifle to kill it. That seems seems extra. Yeah. Is there, like, a, a difficulty setting in this game? Do you have it on easy mode? I don't think there is a difficulty. I'm not sure. I, I have it on whatever the... Like, I didn't change the difficulty. Oh, so you're just, like, on normal, maybe? Yeah. Maybe they're playing it on hard mode, man. I don't know. But so I... I snagged my buck and I went to the fence to try to get my trinket and I get my trinket and I'm like, all right, cool. So then I hop on my horse and I start to gallop out of town and a fucking dog just runs in front of my horse and gets trampled. You just kill it. You just killed the dog. Well, no. So it like yelped and then like ran off and I'm like, oh, oh, I I mean, I feel bad about that, but what are you going to do? And then like, I come back into town and the dog is still like in the street dead. I'm like, oh, that's like, apparently the dog died. Okay. That's, that's not cool. And then a guy walks past. And then it's like, the game tells me, like, this guy just witnessed you doing animal cruelty. <laughs> He's going to report you to the police. What the f- <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I chased the guy down and I stopped him. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It was a mistake. And he's like, all right, you sound like kind of a jerk, but I guess I'll let it go <laughs> because I, I, I like intimidated him a little bit. You know, I'm half thinking that you just chase this guy down. Just like, no, wait, don't do it. And you just killed him. You just kill him. And somebody else sees you kill this guy, and you're just like, no, wait, stop. Oh, no. So it gets better, Gio. So this guy is like... You're just killing everybody who's witnessed you kill this dog. I talked him out of it, and he's like, okay, fine. So I'm like, well, I need to do something about this dog that's dead in the middle of the street. So I go over, and I grab the dog, and I find some bushes nearby. <laughs> you just d- dump his body in the bushes? And I put the dog in the bushes. And I'm like, all right, job's done. And there's a, as I'm doing it, the stagecoach passes. And the driver's like, hey, that's not cool. I'm like, oh, you have got to be kidding me. And it's like, the thing pops up in the corner. It's like, there's a witness to your crime. And I'm like, what? So I I whistle for my horse, jump on my horse, and I'm like chasing the guy down. And I'm trying to talk him out of it. And he's like, no, I'm reporting you. And I'm like, I guess I have no other option right now. (laughs) Oh, God, you murdered him. And I just whipped out my pistol and just domed him. One shot. It was was a clean kill, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. You didn't even mean to kill the dog, but you're running around and actually murdering people now. The dog just ran in front of my horse. Like, I had no control over that. Okay, but you had control over this. What was I going to... I tried to stop him like a normal person. He wasn't having it. Okay. And I'm noticing... Because there's like an honor meter in that game. Like in mm-hmm. uh, any Bioware game. And I feel like when I was younger, it was really hard to make like the, the bad decisions. Like, you always just wanted to be like the Paragon or the light side. Did you? I feel like I did. In those games. I distinctly remember us playing uh, the Old Republic and we played the Sith. Yeah, but that's a little different because that's like, you have different characters and stuff, but like... Jacob, you were a bounty hunter. Yeah, but in that also, I wanted to be like a morally ambiguous bounty hunter, but they wouldn't let you. Like you had to either be all good or all bad to min-max your stats. So that's on them. But I'm noticing in this game, I don't, I, maybe it's because I'm older, but like... It's, e- it's easier to be a douchebag now. It's easier to be like... This guy's going to cause more problems if I leave him alive. I might as well just kill him. Yeah. That's that's not a good mentality. I, no, man. Like, in, in the first chapter, you encounter, like, a, a member of a rival gang. Like, you kind of, like, wipe out. Like, they, they, they hole up in this house, and you, you, like, get rid of them. But there's still one left. And you, like, interrogate him. And then afterwards, Dutch, he's the boss. He's like, all right, take care of this guy. So you, you've got this guy by the collar and it's like, okay, well, you could either let him go or you could beat him or you could choke him. I'm like, all right, well, let me beat him a little bit and then maybe like let him go. And I am just beating him to death. And I'm like, you know what? Had I let him go, he would have just told his gang 
and it would have caused us more problems. Snitches get stitches. And it's like, you know what? Uh, maybe it's just from watching like The Walking Dead and stuff like that. But I feel like you got to be pragmatic in these situations, man. <laughs> how many people have you killed? <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's not how this works, man. Yeah. So I, I feel like that because there's all sorts of random stuff happening. At one point, the, the law was coming after me for the dumbest thing. I, 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 Did you just <laughs> say the law was coming after me? <laughs> so so <laughs> I had my horse hitched in town, right? And I went over to my horse to get on my horse, but there was another horse next to it. And I accidentally got on the wrong horse. And all of a sudden you tried to steal somebody's horse. There's a witness saying that I stole somebody's horse. And I immediately got off the horse, man. Like, it's not like I stole it. Like I, I, I hitched it and everything after I got off. But of course the guy ran and told the police and I'm like, all right, well, let me just run out of town. I'll be wanted. I'll come back. I'll pay the bounty, whatever. I'm trying to run out of town. I cannot lose these guys, man. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So you just killed them? <laughs> Jesus. And so, and, but they're lawmen, right? So like, they, you got to loot them. Like they got to have something good on them. So like, I'm, I'm like, oh, cool. Gold pocket watches. Awesome. Well, by the time I looted the bodies, more, more people came, came after me and <laughs> more people witnessed your crimes. Yeah. And I'm like out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, where are these guys coming from? So I had to kill all of them. And by the end of that, I had like, like, I dude, think, I think the part that's really getting to me is the, the, the fact that you're saying I had to kill all of them. I, I uh, apparently you can surrender, but it was like I had already, I'd already killed two people. I, I was too, I was in too <laughs> deep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like racked up a bounty of like a hundred dollars. I'm like all because I accidentally got on the wrong horse and killed a couple people, and, and ended up having to kill like five lawmen outside of town in the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, listeners, um, if the world ever goes to shit and there's a post-apocalyptic kind of world um you know who to watch out for just it's no longer a democracy okay it's a it's a jake tatership <laughs> jacob is just gonna decide what he wants to decide and if it's easier for him to kill you he's just gonna kill you <laughs> and then he's just gonna go right back on his merry way yeah oh my god well that seems like a fun game yeah it is I'm, I'm i feel like i've gotten my money's worth out of it even just playing like for the weekend that i played it Mm-hmm. Hey, look, it's Stan. What's up, boys? Sorry about my uh, tardiness. I just got slammed with a little bit of work. All right, man. What have you? What have? You, what did you get your money's worth of? <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two. Wasn't there like a version of it with like zombies or something? The first one. I had a uh, downloadable content for zombies. Yeah. Gotcha. Maybe that's why I'm mistaking it yeah. for being more abundant. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Jacob killed. Jacob killed a dog. Which led to him having to kill like five police officers. No, okay, I, I didn't kill a dog. A dog ran in front of my horse and got trampled. Okay, There's he a- accident. <laughs> he accidentally killed a dog, which led to him purposely killing five lawmen. It was funny. I don't know if you guys were listening to the announcements. There was his face, Mark Zuckerberg made um, with respect to like renaming Facebook now into like the new Meta or whatever it is, because like he would allow you to interact with your environment including gaming and he mentioned something about partnering i think with rockstar games and then uh it was funny because like immediately after that almost like maybe 30 or so minutes after there was a meme video that came out it was this old guy and then the caption read like i'm limbering up before (laughs) before i uh before i get to summon my six stars of like wanted love on gta 5 (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I found that like extremely funny, and I just busted up laughing myself. 
but I don't think anybody in my immediate surrounding. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought when I saw that was uh, it's like Ready Player One, like this weird like uh, <laughs> virtual reality like space that he wants to create. I'm just thinking of uh, the uh, Zoom meeting, the virtual Zoom meetings. I can't even imagine that. Like people are having awkward enough time staying awake in those. So now imagine that you have to actually participate. In it. I have to be there virtually. Uh, how was your week, Stan? It's been up and down and up and down. Like, uh, kind of have been going through a few days of like very quiet days, and then on other days it's been extremely kind of busy. Um, today being one of those busy days. Um, and I think it's partly because we're entering the holiday season, and a lot of the people who are, you know, residents of northern states like New York and what have you have made their way down to Florida for the holidays now. And of course, with that, they bring their problems. So they end up being in the hospital and we end up having to kind of take care of them all. So it's, it's kind of, I don't know, I guess picking up with respect to more and more patients coming in that are new, complex, and have been followed for quite some time mm. up north somewhere. And then now I have to sort them out. So it's, it's a bit uh, more hectic. But all in all, it gives me an opportunity to, to learn. So I can't complain. How about you guys? Uh, pretty quiet week so far. Even as we speak, I'm doing uh, uh, clinic notes that I'm finishing up for a few of my patients to make sure that everything is finalized. So forgive me if I'm a little bit distracted. Are you on call this week, Sam? Uh, I think I am. No, I'm on call next week, though. Um, but might as well be. because uh, Sounds like it. Yeah. Don't leave the hospital until like 7, 7.30. So. Did you end up seeing Midnight Mass? You know, I've been stuck on episode 3. So um, I couldn't get past the dead cats on the beach <laughs> situation. So I'm still working through that issue. What did I start watching though? Turns out that they released the original Pokemon series on Netflix. So I kind of uh, resorted back to uh, watching that a little bit as a distraction in between everything else. And then there's a new show on uh, Hulu that kind of grabbed my attention. Actually, it's with uh, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and... Uh, uh, Selena Gomez, which is like only murders in the building. I've heard about that show. Ironically enough, it's about a, a, a bunch of neighbors who end up getting together to do a uh, podcast. Um, so I saw that was in the advert and I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> How apropos for me to watch. Um, seeing as we're, we're doing a podcast now ourselves. So it's a good show, actually, I have to say. I like it. It just finished a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I'm still working on it. So no spoilers. <laughs> And probably maybe a few episodes to go, but it's, it's well-structured. There, there's something about Selena Gomez. It's like her voice doesn't match her, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know why. Gio's got a smirk on his face, but like, I, I it's just, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just wondering where you're going with this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I thought that was going to go different direction, but okay. <laughs> I don't right. dislike her Explain voice or yourself. anything. It just. She looks like she would sound one way, and she just sounds very like. Uh, what What does she look like? She would sound like she. She just she sounds very like Disney Channelish, which I mean she is Disney. She's Channel-ish. from the Disney Channel, but like I've never seen her in anything. She's Disney Channel like after we would have watched Disney Channel. You never saw uh, Wizards of Waverly Place? No, didn't that come out like when we were in high school? Homie, the fact that you can just name that right off the bat like that. Without that's like that's like the it. one show that she was famous for. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I understand that. I understand that. But like the only Disney show that I can name like right off the bat is Lizzie McGuire. And that's <laughs> like, 
count because he doesn't have Selena Gomez in it. So. <laughs> no, but it has Shia LaBeouf. He's in that Kid Cudi documentary I was telling you about, by the way. Apparently, he's like best friends with Kid Cudi. Really? Yeah. Didn't even know Shia LaBeouf was in that movie. You didn't know Shia LaBeouf was in Lizzie McGuire? He wasn't in Lizzie McGuire. Wasn't he like the... Oh, I'm thinking of even Stevens. My bad. See, my that bad. I knew. God bless. Thank you. I thought I was completely losing my mind. <laughs> See, I'm getting my Disney, my Disney shows mixed up here. So, Stan, didn't you like learn English from Pokemon or something like that? Like, isn't there some story about like... Or your mom learned English from Pokemon? There's something like that, right? Well, no, no. So, well, kind of, sort of. Like, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, like, my initial introduction, I remember watching Pokemon back in Bulgaria, actually. And it was, like, on a Saturday morning cartoon block. And it was, it, they would feature, like, two episodes. One was early in the morning, and then one was in the latter part of the morning, about 10 o'clock. So, in between, they had sandwiched these, like, uh, what but it was like cartoon adaptations of fairy tales, of like classic car- um, fairy tales, like um, Hans Christian Andersen adaptations or, you know, um, just general folklore type of uh, fairy tales. Why does it sound like Bulgaria had like better TV shows than we did? Because it probably did. Um, <laughs> there, were, <laughs> there were at least more, I don't know, kind of there was some moral to the stories. You know what I mean? Like they were trying to teach like um, lessons through those fairy tales point of the matter is like they were done in english and they were subtitled so like i would try to learn the english bit um without reading the subtitles and mind you when you're a little kid you know and you're still learning how to read in your own language and then you're trying to kind of sort that out wasn't easy but then what ended up happening is when i came to the states pbs actually was uh my source of learning of english because pbs featured um so the one show i remember explicitly was uh recess um, and I, th- or I think that's what it was called. No, that was on PBS. Yeah, it was on PBS early in the morning. I thought that was on like Disney Channel. I don't know, but it, it was on because I didn't have cable early on, so I'm pretty sure that was on PBS. Right. And then there was uh, oh gosh, what is that? Uh, I don't want to drop names, but remember that girl in high school who said that it was real with the internal organs? <laughs> Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis. 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 <laughs> yeah, Osmosis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> is osmosis jones real <laughs> yeah she um so we probably lost the listener somewhere <laughs> um but, i don't know <laughs> but that was on and then there was like another show um arthur that mm-hmm. was on which arthur just got canceled no i think it just finished yeah like they i think uh they're finishing this season and then that's it for arthur it's like the wrong the, the longest running um like pbs kids television series you know, I mean, it's a good show. Yeah, loved Arthur. And then, um, so there was a, a few, mind you. Um, I'm well versed in the PBS cartoon thing. And then we watched. Uh, then I watched uh, Clifford, the the big red dog, which is now which is now becoming a feature length movie. I saw the other day a trailer for it, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. Um, and then, last but not least, and I, I'm trying to remember the name of the show. But I can't recall it. But it, like the point of the matter, it was it was for a bunch of like uh, Aristocats, I guess is the best way. To, I don't know. Maybe that's what it was called. There was a movie called Aristocats. No, but this this particular was a cartoon. Were they Chinese show. cats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zagwa. Like, Zagwa. Zagwa. Yeah. Go, oh shit! <laughs> wow, um, that's. I, I remember watching that. Dad, you're, you're you're taking me back right now, man. Zagwa is my best friend. 
And it was like a very catchy tune. It was like, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's how I got my, uh, my English. The teachers talks. taught you, taught you a little bit of Mandarin. <laughs> Did it? I don't know. Yeah. Like they'd be like random, like, like shit, shit. And I don't know what else. Well, yeah. But like, I like, you kind of pick up those. It's not like Dora the Explorer is like, can you say potato? <laughs> hey, hitting on Dora the Explorer. I'm just hating on the format. It was in the most. <laughs> Come on, Pominus. There's this gal on TikTok that like does, and she always gets like object objects thrown in her head or something. Oh, right. The girl who sounds just like uh, Dora. Yeah. Maybe she was the voice. I don't know. But like she gets like projectiles like thrown in her face every so often. So I think I saw a video where she was just like, can you say, can you make me a sandwich or something? And then like her mom just like beams a sandwich at her face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. So, yeah. So it wasn't necessarily Pokemon, even though that was interspersed. In, I don't know how we ended up talking about that, but that's that's how that. Well, I just remember like you came, you came here from Bulgaria and then. A year later, you're like in my class, and everyone was like super amazed at how quickly you picked up English. Well, I mean, I had a year and a half of learning to do. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I was kind of amazed too. I don't know. And they just grabbed me and took me to a room. They said, take a test. And I'm like, okay. That's how they Uh, did everything for us. It was very scary. I thought I was like (laughs) going to get sent somewhere else. (laughs) You thought you were going to get sent to the other side of the school with Jacob? (laughs) Yes, into my. I was. I started there, man. I started there. <laughs> that, that was a very intimidating day. I swear to God, because like, you know, I couldn't speak all that much of, of English, and there was this Russian kid who was like, I guess, a grade above me, and you know, he didn't quite explain how this whole thing went down, and then all of a sudden one day, they I forget what her name is, Smith. I don't know the the coordinator for the for the gifted program. I forget what her name is. Really. She just came in one day, grabbed me out of my class and just like walked me down to her. So I'm like, lady, like, I don't, am I getting kidnapped? Like, what's going on here? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, you're, you're part of the magnet program now. You're gifted. <laughs> you are, you are free now. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are gifted. You are advanced gifted. You get to sit with these other kids outside on beanbags. And the weird part was like, you know, I was like minding my own business, like trying to, you know, <laughs> read something. And all of a sudden she takes me, takes me to this office and she gives me like a test. And I'm like, yo, I'm not ready for this shit. Like, what is going on? Ruined my day. And this stupid block thing. Did y'all do it on the first go? What? Like the little block testing. They showed you like the shapes and you had to replicate it with the blocks. Yeah. They gave me a bunch of those to do. Geo had to yeah. like draw purple circles or something like that. Cause he got the gift to test in like second grade, but I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I had to, I got it in second grade. And then after that, like they just kept me in the class. They would give us like a test like that, like every year. And it was like a really stupid, easy thing that like. Yeah. I remember there was like a series of those and it was like, do as many of these as you can within like five minutes or something like that. Yeah. It was some sort of time. And then she had me like, look at a pattern and I was like, what's the next bit in the pattern? Yeah. Like se- sequence and series stuff. Yeah. Um, then they show you like a, like a picture and they tell you to like circle the things that are wrong. And then like the reflection on like the mirror or something was wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> whatever i remember random stupid tests like that and um, so yeah i remember that but then the rest of like middle school is kind of a blur really you don't remember uh cleaning the chicken shit and rabbit shit i've chosen to suppress those moments. you don't remember going to the going to the ffa uh oh yeah i remember that boy that was such a fluke 
I was trying so hard not to do it. <laughs> you got you were like the only guy on the team that they sent. It's embarrassing, man. It was embarrassing. I tried it. I tried so hard, you know, to not qualify because, like, what's his face had told us, like, you just have to try, and if you don't make it, you don't make it. It still counts. So I was like, gravy, cool. I'll try it. And then, like, I did my absolute best to guess wrong as much as I could. And what's her face got one more wrong than I did. <laughs> what kind of cow is this? Yeah, man, this <laughs> it's effort. I don't know. <laughs> no, a black and white one. I don't know. <laughs> so, so like she, I remember like he graded it and, and like I had like you know fifty four right, and then she had like fifty three right, and I was like, damn it, and she, I ended up going instead of her, and she was like actually upset. You should have been like, you can take my spot. I don't want it. I I wanted to volunteer it out, and then you ended up going for like some chicken stuff. No, I didn't go. Um. But I, so one day on the way home from school, we found this rooster that was like running across the street. And for whatever reason, I was just like, oh, we take care of chickens and roosters and stuff at school. Maybe we can catch this rooster and I'll just take it to school. And that way I don't have to worry about it get run over by a car or something. So my mom just happened to have like a box in the trunk that we just like emptied out and like chased this rooster around for like 20, 30 minutes. And then finally caught it. And then I brought it into school the next day. And they looked at it and they were just like, oh, this is a really nice looking rooster. You know what we should do? We should <laughs> we should enter it in the, the rooster whatever competition at uh, the fair. And they did. <laughs> you know, this this I hate to say it, but this probably would not have taken that turn in my household. <laughs> probably had a very specta- spectacular dinner that night. Honestly... I feel like if I was in Puerto Rico, yeah, same. Either that or like we would have had another rooster in the farm. <laughs> yeah, so we brought it in. They liked the rooster. It looked it looked good and healthy. They entered <laughs> it into the they entered it in the the competition. <laughs> for, forgive me for laughing is because like, it wasn't used, deep fried. No, no, you've used the you've used <laughs> the <laughs> words good and good and healthy to qualify other things. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyways. So yeah, they entered it and it won something. I don't know what the fuck it won, but it won something. And uh yeah. I don't know what happened to it after that. I, I can, I'm <laughs> pretty sure somebody somebody it ended, ended up, up keeping on it. somebody's oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it ended up on somebody's tenant too. Yeah. Poor drop a cow. Uh-huh. Probably. Yeah. I, I find it funny that Gio's always like, Oh Jacob, you live on a farm, but uh which one of us was in the FFA? Okay. I mean, I wasn't actually in it. We were just in the class. You just had a prize winning rooster. That's that's, that's all. I don't even have the prize. I don't know what happened to it. It's a legit one. Like, because I I thought, like, I was under the impression that you ended up, like, I went to the bovine and livestock judging contest and you went to the chicken judging contest. No, I didn't actually go. It was just a, it was just a rooster that went. It wasn't me. That's all I know. I didn't, I didn't want to go. Um, yeah, I just know the rooster won because, and I was just like, cool. And then like, that's it. Like I never actually received like a, a ribbon or anything. It sucks. They, they robbed you out of a prize winning rooster. My rooster that took me 20 minutes to catch. Was FFA not a thing for you in Indiana chicken? It was a thing, but they didn't make us do it in school. <laughs> <laughs> the big thing here is a uh, 4-H. The fuck is 4-H? It, it's kind of like the FFA. It's like a club. For 
farmer kids. I don't know. But I mean, they do FFA here too. Cause I know when we went to the state fair in Kentucky, like we went through all the exhibits from the FFA, they had like all this corn and like, they were like, Oh, this is like blue ribbon corn. And this is like red ribbon corn. And I'm just like, <laughs> it all looks like it's corn, corn to me. Yeah. I, and they had the same stuff yeah. with like soybeans and I, I don't know. It makes me think of that episode of Family Guy where Siri goes and is like, Oh, corn. Yeah. Yeah. Corn. Corn's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that it got kind of cooler after we left because they got like fish tanks. That seems like it would have been a lot more fun than Thing of shit. Yeah. Chickens. Cool. What else did it? Did, did, wasn't there, it wasn't chicken. It was rabbits too. Yeah. No, rabbits and chickens. Yeah. <laughs> so last week, Gio and I talked about bird chromosomes. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe we're going to make like biology talk a segment. So I found a story today, Stan. You, you talked about what, sorry? Bird chromosomes. So there was a, a Jurassic Park uh, story last week. I don't know if you ended up seeing it, but uh, some condors ended up giving birth without males. Like uh, eggs oh, just shit. not fertilized. Yeah, no. Nature, nature found a way? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I found an article today published in the journal for immunotherapy cancer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, okay. This should be right up Stan's alley where they they're using toxoplasma gondii, the parasite okay. that causes toxoplasmosis uh-huh. to make cold tumors sensitive to immuno checkpoint blockade therapy. Okay. That's uh yeah. Stan, can you, can you just dumb that down for me? <laughs> um, how should I, dumb it down for you um <laughs> just explain it to me like if i were a five-year-old if you have a boo-boo <laughs> <laughs> okay okay ten, 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 ten. i'm ten i'm ten um no so, so, so essentially the rationale is that like there's some malignancies that essentially can be kept at bay by the actions of the immune system and the idea there is that you can use the immune system to your advantage to suppress the growth of cancerous or malignant cells by inhibiting them in within the cell cycle. So a lot of the tumors that actually are able to escape the regulations of the cell cycle express markers on their surface that allow them to either cancel out the kind of the kill yourself signal that comes in from antigen presenting cells and like T cells and what have you. And the problem has become now that this is kind of the main focus for um, targeted therapy that you can deliver and target therapy to bind to these receptors and to these markers on the surface of the malignant cells, and then either have them absorb chemotherapy or directly actually um, block that uh, signal from being transmitted so that the cell could be killed by the immune system. So that's kind of the, the rationale behind those. But I'm not sure what exactly they mean by cold tumors. The only terminology of cold tumors is in thyroid disease. Uh, that's that I'm aware of. That was one of the first things I was going to ask you about this is that I'm not sure I understand what they mean by colds. Yeah. Unless they just, unless they mean that they're talking about tumors in general that are not reactive or have not been able to trigger the immune system. That's possibly like the terminology that they're using, but I'm not. So this sentence is um, blah, 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 cold tumors, and then two dashes, Tumors that are not likely to trigger a strong immune response by the body. So I guess they're using it as a general kind of a descriptor of non-immunogenic tumor mark. So I guess from what I'm understanding about this summary of this paper is they've taken this protozoan, this toxoplasma, which normally causes 
all sorts of issues in like pregnant women, especially, I guess. Yeah, it's immuno- immunocompromised patients, but pregnant women in general specifically, that's why they tell them don't clean up the cat's litter if you have a thing because uh, if you have a cat because it can lead to brain infections. Yeah. So toxoplasmosis is a crazy cat lady disease, right? Mm-hmm. So they took this protozoan and they modified its genetics so that it can't replicate as much. So it's almost like a the same concept as a vaccine a little bit. So what, what they do is they actually inject the tumor itself with this protozoan. And then I guess what that does is it uh, must live inside the cells of its host and secretes many proteins to counter the host's immune deficiencies. I don't know if you guys can read this, but this is a message that just oh, shit, hold on. This is a message that just came through on my phone. Let me see if I can bring it into focus. Guy is the new world order. It's 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 not guy. I can tell you that much. Gay? Gay is the new yeah. world order? Yeah, it's I don't know what, where this where this bloody text is coming from. Anyway, delete. Uh, sorry, you were saying? Yeah, so it looks like they're using the the toxoplasma to reduce the immune system of the cell. They're the uh, yeah, to reduce the immune defenses of the tumor cells, that then it makes the checkpoint blockade therapy more effective, which I don't know what checkpoint blockade therapy is. that checkpoint meaning like checkpoint for like apoptosis? Yeah, so in the cell cycle, essentially. So like you're administering the effective checkpoints during the cell cycle to push cells to kill themselves so they're not proliferating appropriately. So you're like pressing the self-destruct button on the cells. Right. So, so these, these, so Geo. <laughs> no, all right. So, so I'm, 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 I'm getting this. I'm getting this. So essentially, they're putting this thing, this, this bad thing in your body to weaken the tumor so that this other thing can go in there and tell the tumor to kill itself. Your cells normally have a lifespan. They normally self destruct. But sometimes, with one of the hallmarks of cancer is they don't die and they just keep replicating. Imagine like uh, there's a glass box over the self destruct button. So it never gets yeah. pushed. So I guess these toxoplasma go in there and they like open the box so that then you can administer this drug that presses the button to tell the cells to self-destruct. Gotcha. So it induces fl- inflammatory responses in the injected tumors and even in tumors located in distant locations. This is in mice. So it's kind of interesting. Cool. Yeah. So how did that relate to your discussion about Oh no, it's just a condors and I, I was kind of lost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's just a bio thing about cancer that we thought that you probably would like seeing as how you are going into the field. Yeah, it, there's a lot of things. And like, that's the problem with this. Not problem, but like, I guess the good part and the bad part about it is that like on a day to day basis, there's so many advances in the field that like you get drowned by information pretty much constantly. You know, just yesterday they were approving new medications for treatments of GI cancers and another one came in for approval of a chronic type of leukemia it's been it's been crazy oh the other thing that i was going to say i don't know if you guys saw but there was a i don't know why or, or how or what's caused me to become like so fanboyish about this but like on my instagram page for some reason i know it sounds very millennial i've been getting a lot of the suggested things have been for like spider-man like the upcoming movie and whatever and i think either yesterday or or today, or even maybe a few days ago, they released like a formal poster because there was a lot of speculation as to what the the Green Goblin's costume was going to look like. Yeah, we were talking about that a little earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah. So you can actually see the little dude in the in the background. So yeah, I figured you'd like that. I don't know. I'm just curious how they're going to do, like, how they're going to pull it off. 
whether or not it's going to be like the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse or whatever into the Spider-Verse. And then they're really going to stick to an old Peter Parker in the form of Tobey Maguire. Or they're still going to try to kind of CGI retro date him. Maybe Miles Morales will randomly show up in this one. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Stan, have you seen Loki? Yeah, I've watched So I wonder if the events of Loki maybe uh, open the door to some of these characters that were that died in their movies coming back. I, I mean, I, I has Gio seen it? Like, am I going to screw it up? You're not going to ruin anything for me, but I haven't seen it yet. Uh, dude, come on, man. It's been, it's been basically spoiled for me already, though. That's, that's why it's been on the back corner. I've just had people already tell me what happens. But, like, I don't know. Like, the events in Loki definitely set up the idea of what's going to happen in this and then, like, the subsequent Doctor Strange movie, I feel. The only thing that kind of bugs me is that if they're going to bring back, like, the the Green Goblin and they're gonna, if they're going to bring back, like, Doc Ock and all of them, they're essentially doing it at a point in time where they were still alive in their own independent timelines, no? Which then would kind of beg the question as to, like, are they extracting the Spider-Man from that same timeline, which would then place Tobey Maguire in college and the other guy in high school or whatever, when they're actually aged season actors. You know what I mean? So, like, does that mean that they're going to, like, CGI retro date them back to that? And if so, that's going to be really good. I don't know. I feel like they've done pretty good work with the CGI anti-aging stuff. No, no, because they didn't do such a hard job in, like, when they did the Spider-Man 3. No, not Spider-Man 3, sorry. Iron Man 3, rather. Um, when he was talking about Barf and, you know, the kind of... Like, when they featured him as a younger version of himself, that was very well done. I'm interested in seeing what happens. Well, don't have to wait too much longer. Just about a month. A little bit over a month. I'm also pumped that in about, what, three days, the uh, Shang-Chi stuff comes out to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that and Home Alone. the oh, Whatever yeah. the, that new Home Alone movie is. And it features, actually, like, Buzz, though. Like, the, the guy who played Buzz McAllister. He's a cop, it seems. So now that you mentioned that, did you guys see the trailer for the Lightyear movie? <laughs> I had that pulled up a couple of weeks ago for us to talk about. It came out like the day we recorded. Uh, what is that? <laughs> I, they're making a, like an origin story to like Buzz Lightyear, but not like the Buzz Lightyear from like the Toy Story. Because the, the Buzz Lightyear from the Toy Story movies is like an uh, action figure. Yeah. But this is like the Buzz Lightyear that that action figure is based off of. All right. Is Tim Allen still going to voice him? No. Uh, no, I think it's like... Chris Evans. Yeah, it was one of the Chris's. I was like, I want to say it's like Chris, <laughs> Chris Pratt, Pratt or something. Because <laughs> he's voicing everybody now. But no, it's not Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Evans. Did you ever see the Buzz Lightyear cartoon? That was actually a good show. So I'm thinking uh, this movie takes place before they come up with that Space Force that that cartoon is. I mean... Honestly, I'm kind of down for it. Like knowing where the <laughs> knowing the cartoon, I'm like, okay, let's get there. All right. I mean, it looks cool. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to watching it. But uh, I wonder why they didn't bring Tim Allen back. I mean, I know he's a little controversial now, but oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. I did forget about that. I, I mean, that would explain it. I guess it's a no go for Disney to, to yeah. meddle in that part. The Jungle Cruise releases on on Friday too. Uh, that's with the one the- with the Rock and. Uh, Krasinski's wife, right? <laughs> Damn it. I was going to say that too, but I was like, I don't want to describe her as somebody else's wife. Um, <laughs> Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, yeah. <laughs> Who's a great she, actress, by the way. She is a great actress in her own right. Exactly. 
But that comes out too. Oh man, so Friday is going to be a good day. Also, there's some TV show called Entre Lazados. It's an Argentinian comedy drama series available in 18 languages. I have no clue what you're talking about. Series for children and adolescents. I don't know. This is going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's uh, intertwined in English. Hmm. That's the name of it? Yeah. What's the premise? Does it say? Um, what the hell? 16-year-old Allegra has a great passion for musical comedies and dreams of becoming part of the musical theater group 11 O'Clock as the leading actress in Freaky Friday. With the same play that made her grandmother Coco a living legend of musical theater famous many years ago. What is and this? This is some telenovela bullshit, man. Yeah, it's not for us. We're going to sit this one out. All right. Gio, let us know what you think. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> In no way sounds interesting to me. Why not, man? It's like a classic telenovela. I'm, I'm good. I have, I have like 50 other things to watch. Yeah, you do, Gio. Yeah, like Loki, for example. I thought it was actually a great show, Loki, that is. It was. The only thing that I would ask is that, does it take place in 2012? Well, I mean, it takes place outside of time, right? Well, touche. <laughs> touche. But it happens following the events of 2012, no? Yeah. So that's after First Avengers. But it, because like there was a, a video that I was watching that essentially, have you watched WandaVision? Yeah. So when they were, when they were talking about kind of, the concluding episode of WandaVision, that that was happening at the same time, theoretically, as as Loki, or specifically the finale of Loki, which time-wise would not make sense. Do you know what I mean? I, and I, I, I'm trying to kind of dodge around it as much as I can so I don't spoil it. But when he sits them down and talks to them at the desk, like there's a point where he comes to a realization. A lot of people in that video that I watched argued that that was the time where he could no longer predict what was happening. And it was because like, what's her face had like snapped. Wanda had snapped and became a uh, Scarlet Witch. But then that wouldn't kind of coincide with the timeline. So I'm kind of confused in that. Cause like then, ah, damn it, Gio. <laughs> watch the show. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. All right. But you got to binge it. A friend of mine actually binged it in like one day. So get to it. I'll, I'll binge it on uh, I'll binge it on Thursday. I'm off on Thursday. No, you won't. You'll just watch Doom Patrol again. No, I won't. Paw Patrol. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Paw Patrol. I'll watch it. I'll watch it on Thursday. I'm off. Alright. Right. I saw Black Widow. And so what'd you guys think of them? Did, Jacob, did you watch it? Yeah. What do you think? It was alright. Right? Just nothing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's my my review in a nutshell. It was alright. Yeah, I don't right. think it was. I don't think it was like the worst Marvel movie. It definitely wasn't the best one. I uh, I don't know if the timing of it was just like was it intention to come out exactly for this at this time, or was it like previous intention to come out earlier and just so happened to be delayed because I felt like I feel like it should have it should have. I don't know why they waited until after you know Endgame and and Infinity War and everything. They should have just did it like because it didn't really contribute anything to the story. Yeah, this took place like when this took place right before Civil War. No, this took place after Civil War. Right after Civil War. Right after Civil War. Right before. Right before um, Infinity War. It was supposed to come out like around this time last year, but it got delayed because the release of everything got screwed up. Like the timeline. Technically, I think uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out, and then Black Widow, and then Wandavision. Hmm. I don't know because like I, I didn't feel like the story contributed anything. To the whole 
situation. And then the post credit scene that was featured could have easily been incorporated in another show. Like, it didn't have to be part of that. Like, had they featured the movie ahead of time, they could have released that post credit scene as a, either a second or either a primary post credit or a secondary post credit scene elsewhere. Yeah. I don't know. That, that was just funny. I wasn't like, eh, you know. It also didn't make sense to me that uh, David Harbour. Harbour's character like was in prison for all this time and he was just this super powerful dude and couldn't bust that. Oh, he probably could have. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. just, I'm sure if he busted out, it's like, where would he go from there? It's true. He was like in Siberia or whatever. Yeah. That was kind of the premise, I guess, behind those prisons. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't, like, I could have done without that movie. It did nothing for me. Three middling reviews for Black Widow. <laughs> matinee, man. That's a matinee for sure. Are those guys? Yeah, they're still going. They're not called Spill anymore. They're called um, Double Toasted. Double Toasted? Yeah, I I listened to their podcast feed for a while, but they were producing something every day, and it was just cluttering up my feed. Is it still like movie reviews, like animated, like the way they've done before? Or? No, now it's it's like a more like a Howard Stern type deal. Yeah. So you actually get to see the dudes? Yeah. What'd you say it was called? Double Toasted. That's the best way to review movies, in my opinion, is uh, their scale of matinee. matinee. Some old, what was this? <laughs> rental, some old bullshit. No, it was like some old bullshit, rental, matinee, full price. Uh, the worst one was F.U., and the best one was, yeah, better than sex. <laughs> they were good. I really appreciate it. I remember, I don't even remember how we stumbled upon them. You introduced me to them. Yeah, I, just, I think I remember, like, I think I was Googling because at, at the time when they were popular, I got into these, like, five-second movie reviews, which I thought they were hilarious. I remember that. And I that. Googled, like, five-second movie review, and one of them popped up, and I was like, whoa, wow, this is actually pretty good. Well done to those guys. I mean, they 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 were doing a good job. But I'm not sure how much of a production effort it was. I'm sure it was a lot. Between the animation and the production and recording, yeah, that's why they stopped doing the animation because I think he was doing all the animation himself and it was just going to be too much. Yeah. We'll get there one day. We got to figure out how to do this podcasting. Speaking of which, any emails from... So I just pulled up the um, the mailbag and it is still empty. <laughs> so uh, if you would like to email us, uh, remember that you can email us at scattershotthoughtspod at gmail.com. Oh, just email us to let us know that you're listening. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a question, y'all. Well, I'm, uh, we are in the double digits of listeners at this point. It's it's not just me <laughs> and, and Gio's girlfriend. <laughs> we finally got to 10. All right. At least, yeah. So, so so let me ask you this. Does the counter like count unique listeners or is it? Oh, I doubt anybody's going to be re-listening to our podcast. I don't know. Some people might like to fall asleep to our sultry voices. I don't know. Rock above, baby. We, we could do ASMR. Shh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our, our, our podcast. We really appreciate it. If you rate it, review it, and subscribe. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, I, I had to do that. <laughs> um, they were actually on the verge of falling asleep, Stan. You just woke them up. That's okay, man. Keep some on the toes. <laughs> um, we are almost at 50 downloads this week. So eat that, Geo. What? <laughs> Mr. Ten Listeners. Hey, hey, I'm I'm all about the, the listeners out there. 
I, I really would like to have a listener chime in in the in the email box and be like, "Yeah, just tell us tell us what you're thinking, or just criticize us. It's fine. You could rate us or review us, but um, honestly, that's a lot of effort to go through, like, and try to find reviews. So send us emails, and that's about the best it's going to get. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious. Like one of these fifty downloaders out there, send us an email. Let us know what you think. We'd like to hear from you. Speak your mind. Yeah. And I've probably invited a whole bunch of trouble right now, but it's okay. We can take it. Jacob's just going to have to go through like all the emails like cursing, cursing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll still read it. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, Stan's showing us messages about the New World Order. So, yeah, this is what it it's is. True. It came to the, uh, it came to my email for or my text message, which totally unsolicited. I mean, I just get random text messages yeah. from people buying used cars. Compro Caro, guys. Yeah. Compro Caros Osanos. <laughs> and, then, and then Stan gets text messages about gays being the new world order. <laughs> it was a very demanding uh, text message. Mind wow. you, he had a list, a link to the to his, uh, a video, which needless to say, I didn't click. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week. All right. And uh, I'll try to be more prompt next time but uh all right then again yeah saving lives we'll see how that goes yeah we'll see uh maybe you can make it through episode four midnight mass yeah ah uh, dude i'm struggling with them with these dead kids once you get to like episode five you'll you'll want to just watch the rest of it how many episodes after five <laughs> two i think there's it goes up to like eight or something right yeah so six seven eight all right i'm forcing myself yeah all right i don't even remember how we end this do you, you have any final thoughts um don't you usually say something like, uh, oh, yeah, we don't like to say goodbye. Yeah. There so we go. we'll just say so long. There we go. I do. I'm glad Gio remembers it. I even have it in the notes. Um, <laughs> You're not even reading your notes. Um, oh, yeah, Gio, did you get your uh, cat spayed and neutered? What are you, Bob Parker? <laughs> <laughs> that was like such a Price is Right moment. Like, all right, bye. See you next time. And don't forget. Make sure you spay your cat. Hey, I gotta, I gotta try to come up with something witty to say at the end of every one of these. I don't think of it ahead of time. I just, it's in the moment. All right. Well, what's the moment now, Gio? <laughs> Crap. That's not very clear. I know, right? Uh, give me a second. Um, I'm in the pursuit of happiness, man. And I know everything that shine ain't always gonna be gold. Mm. But I'll be fine once I get it. I'll be good. And there you have it, folks. There you have it, indeed. Yep. All right, you oh. guys. Yeah. See ya. All right. Catch you next week. Yep. See you guys.